Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. So the authenticity of our nature as manifestations of the one self has to be attained flawlessly, impeccably, or it will not, uh, it will not work. And then there will be despair and all of those negativities of remorse that will simply create more obstacles. So to avoid having to take a path that goes through the slew of despond, as uh, is talked about in that great book, The Pilgrim's Progress by Bunyan. We should read that one again. It's a beautiful uh, metaphor of, uh, of the spiritual journey. But we mustn't be trapped in the swamplands of the ego. Uh, and uh, we must rise to those peaks that are beyond the imaginary or the symbolic in order to be able to function in the world free of uh, karmic obstacles. <clears throat> so I wanted to go a little bit more deeply into this question of the nature of God and of ultimate reality. You know, Sri Ramana says that the ultimate state he refers to as aham aham, I am I. Well, I is a personal pronoun. It's not an impersonal. He doesn't say it is it. It's I am I. And so if, if that is the ultimate state, and it is, and uh, all of the sages concur with that, then that means that God appears to the liberated consciousness as the person, the self. Not the ego person, but the one self. But it's personal, but a, a person that is infinite presence and that is all-pervading and all-encompassing and non-local and absolute, but still an intelligence with a sense of humor and an understanding and compassion that is uh, able to function both within the world and in the transcendent state simultaneously. There is also the impersonal. You can, you can be in that state in which there is no thought and that will seem impersonal. But one can also apply that intelligence in a way that is extremely personal. And it is that that is so attractive about all of these sages the beauty of the personality that shines through them. It's that glory 
of the goodness of a being who has reached total purification. That is the, the, the whole uh, crown of, of the, uh, the majesty of this process of God consciousness and of becoming an avatar of the oneself. If it weren't so beautiful and so good and so intelligent and so creative, then it wouldn't be worth all the effort that has to go into it. And when Ramana spoke to his mother when she tried to take him home, <clears throat> to her home, uh, and he said, well, the ordainer is not going to allow that it was quite clear that there is indeed an ordainer, Ishvara, the Lord. And the Lord makes decisions as to one's destiny. And the closer one is to the Lord, the more those decisions are going to favor the trajectory of one's destiny as becoming that of fulfillment rather than of failure and of loss and lack. But until there is surrender and devotion to the ordainer rather than resistance and demand or uh, forgetfulness and faithlessness, then one cannot expect for the highest indicia of blissful liberation to be ordained for you. So this is the adaptation to the laws of the supreme reality, the real dharma that satyogis must internalize to such an extent that we are embodiments of the Tao and of the, its spontaneous emergence in word and behavior without having to think about what is right or wrong and what is good and bad, but it is an emergence based on our oneness with the supreme goodness. So this is the, the road home and it must be taken with great humility and devotion and with interminable and uninterrupted dedication. It can't be a part-time hobby. It can't be half-time in the ego and half-time a yogi and trying to meditate because you'll uh, never get past the, that original state of, uh, of effort and never reach the effortlessness of the real. And this is the moment when we have to graduate from that level of efforting into the being of God consciousness, not one who strives to become, but that which is already that.
So, I was going to read some of uh, Sat Purusha's Mungadram's uh, quotes about this, but he basically uh, is saying what I have just summarized, probably not as well as he said it, but I don't want to belabor the point either, but maybe I'll read a few of his teachings. As long as the sense of mine and that addiction to an obsession with self-interest dwells in the mind, it continues to be pursued by many a thought, many a doubt, and many a desire. For the eradication of this sense of mine, which is a deviation from the real, that, that maya, the fierce, brings about, one must have clarity about the state of samatha, or the oneness of all that is. The being of the all-pervasive Lord dwells ever the same and ever itself in all beings. When one comes to remember the Lord truly and is devoted truly, there will be manifest in him the thought of the one in all, the being in all beings, and the realization of that knowledge of the one in the all is what samatha is. The primal bondage is the bondage of self-identification with action, with the thought, I am the doer. This gives rise to the sense of self-identification with the body. That in turn leads to identification with family, clan, or caste, and the sense of being related to a religion and sharing beliefs and this leads to the desire for domination over other groups with different beliefs. And from that desire is born identification with one's country and against other countries. And the desires are all infernal. This desire for identity is the road to the inferno. This passion generates the disposition of hatred and enmity, gives rise to hostility and aversion, disputes and controversies, and the end of goodwill and harmony. Only the vision of the Lord, that ever the same, can release a being from this condition, the condition he has fallen into, as he moves forward in contemplation of the Lord, one finds these ties loosening their grip on him, letting him eventually lose himself in word the eternal, word the all-knowing and all-powerful. The same word that Ramana was speaking of this morning. Word the Brahman, word that has no beginning and no end, dwells in all and transcends all and ever remains self-same in all the three dimensions of time. Invisible is that Lord, infinite and nameless. To remember the Lord and give oneself up to a passive contemplation of him reveals unto man that being whose being 
is always the same eternally. Trust in full that Lord and let your life and breath be tied unto him. Remember him as the ordainer of all that comes to be and ceases to be. This disposition will lead you ultimately to the revelation of the self, revelation of all as the Lord, that son of man, the primordial one shall become. There remains no duality then for the being who is blessed with this vision. <clears throat> he is absorbed in the Lord and liberated. <clears throat> so, all the sages agree. <clears throat> there is no dispute between Taoists or Hindus or Buddhists or Christians or Jews or Muslims <clears throat> or any other religious group. But we must transcend religion to the God that religions point to and be free of all separation. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.